Welcome to Chaotic Neutral. On this week's episode, we're going to talk about what fictional world we would like to live in. Uh, I'm Sarah. I'm Samantha. I'm Shayna. And I'm Jenny. So who would like to go first and make their case for best fantastical fictional world? Let's make Jenny go first this time, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. We made Shayna go first once already. I know. I don't really. I think we've also made Sarah go first before. So okay, I think fine. It's your turn. Uh, okay, fine. Um, so mine's gonna be really surprising to you guys. Ooh, um, I I'm think excited. you'll be shocked. Uh, the fictional world that I would like to live in is the Star Trek universe. Oh, wow. Serious. I was really prepared oh, to be blown away. Star Trek? What's it going to be? I was ready to be blown away with not Star Trek. Seeing <laughs> it, Jenny, with the I was like, up. it's not WoW or Star Trek? What is it? <laughs> oh, I guess I could have done WoW. That would have been oh. fun. But I don't know. I like to like wake up and know I'm not going to possibly get murdered before I leave my house. But I thought you wanted to be an basis. orc lady like a big buff orc lady. I mean, I guess it is true, but I mean, there's still that concern that someone may murder me when I wake up, so. I guess. <laughs> also, like, Star Trek, can you just get, like, space tased or something? I mean, there's that possibility. <laughs> but, okay, so I will tell you my case of why I'm probably not right. going to wake up and get I'm murdered. I'm ready convinced. Let's hear okay. it. <laughs> so, first things first, um, this can really relate to now and all the shit happening right now. Um, Earth is finally a utopia. So we got through all of our fucking shit, which was, um, <laughs> World War Three, a eugenics war. Um, 600 million lives were lost. Um, and it was kind of towards the end of that war. What was it? Like 10 years after something like that. Um, this guy named Zephyrin Cochran, he pretty much built the first warp drive and uh, warped into space. The Vulcans saw him, and that was history. Um, they landed, and that was that. I think now especially everyone needs to watch Star Trek because you because they still have the evils of humanity, and it, but it just shows you know our potential. And Gene Roddenberry, who created Star Trek, that was kind of like his big thing was just showing like what humanity could be, and I'm all about mm. that. Like you know, when there's like horrible, shitty, racist people, and people don't like accept others unless they're like straight and white. It's like, and then don't even treat them as human. I like I don't fucking get that. I don't fucking yeah. understand that. And Star so Trek is is all about acceptance. Not to name names, but I know lots of like boomer Trekkies. That yeah, Star which Trek is, are which somehow to me is is really interesting. Like I want to know what their favorite Star Trek is because I really have a hard time understanding how you could be a bigot and it's love probably Star not Trek. the interracial love episode. Probably not. Gonna, probably not DS Nine. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I just it, it baffles me because like I see yeah. I see like such like polarization. I see. People like you that are, like, you know, very open and, like, love everybody. And then I see, like, crazy Star Trek fans. Yeah. And what, it, what I, I mean, to me, what's so awesome is we're, it's finally a time where, like, it's not something that they even have to think about. Like, ooh, this this person is, you know, first person doing this because it wasn't allowed. You know what I mean? Because it's finally allowed. And you could just be fresh and real. Like, um, Star Trek Discovery, they have the first non-binary and trans couple and it's not and what I love about it because you know I feel like with tv shows right now if somebody's like trans or non-binary they have to like talk about it you know yeah like such a big where, explanation yeah where it's just yeah. like this is what it is and I love that you know I wish we were like that where it's just 
like part who cares? of life. Like just yeah. do you, do yeah. you, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Just um, inclusion that isn't like yes, a like I mean, God, like uh, yeah. Captain Cisco, my my favorite fucking captain, um, who is a black man, a black father, you know, had a black son, um, and was a was a commander, um, and eventually a captain of a space station, and forgot and like ascended into this higher being, like just in just that they made these characters who in other shows were never so powerful finally powerful i would love to live in that universe where it's finally not just like like a you know, questionable issue like that yeah. people argue over yeah um yeah. and and the other thing is um i love meeting new cultures i love um meeting new life uh anthony bourdain was one of my favorite people i loved watching his videos because he would mm-hmm. go to all these different countries and it wasn't just look how poor these people are it was mm-hmm. look at this culture look at this food it's amazing and it made me want to go to so many places so bad and that's kind of what star trek is like i i see this like i see bejor and how beautiful it is i'm like oh my god i just want to be there and experience their cultures and the religion it's just so amazing like how different different we can be and yet somehow for the most part we all you know they kind of figure out and that's kind of what's cool about star trek is they're always kind of learning and trying to figure out how we we can all like be together it doesn't always work right but um i know that's why i really love it and you know and i'm not totally like oh humans are perfect in star trek the federation is perfect i mean they definitely have their faults um however i don't know if that was due to some I wouldn't call it problematic writing, but there's like an episode where um, these Native Americans uh, were on another planet and I think it was they had to have the Car- the the Federation and the Cardassians, who are another alien race, made this deal. Um, it was everything you can just relate to like now. But anyways, they were like giving up land and it was very controversial because it was like we they had to like go there and tell the Native Americans to leave. It's like, whoa, bro. So like the Federation, <laughs> yes. yeah, is not it's not perfect, but they have a, they're much easier to understand when they do things wrong and attempt to fix it, but there's there's still obviously imperfections that you would now can see in uh, Star Trek Picard if you watch it. But so I kind of like that too. Like there is still dark. There are still problems to be solved. Everyone can still grow, and I just I love it. I don't know. I just I love it. And I mean, you know, space battles. So where would you be though, like specifically, like where? What would you be doing? I would definitely, I would definitely be in probably like the Deep Space Nine era because it was just so much going on. There's so much to learn. It was so related. It it can be related so much to now and what's happening now. Um, I. I, I would either be probably like a science officer or a doctor. I'm not sure. Probably a science officer, so I could kind of go on away missions more. Um, yeah. I, I would probably end up being a science officer. Yeah. Cool. Um, but yeah, so that's why I feel like I wouldn't wake up dead because I would. Well, I mean, you know, Deep Space Nine is problematic, but <laughs> depending on what explosions. what time frame, it your survival is, yeah. rate for Star Trek is <laughs> much lot higher. Better yeah, than Ez- Wow. Azeroth probably has a bigger. It's way higher yeah. than Wow right now. I'll say it's like on par. <laughs> Yeah, with, oh, maybe, yeah, depending on yeah. reality. <laughs> reality, probably not much of an adjustment for you mentally to survive the day. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess, uh, yeah, Picard, because Picard, uh, I guess, would you could say, well, it's kind of hard because Discovery, I guess, is the current timeline, so they're in the future, so it's it's hard to say which one's the current timeline, Discovery or Picard, but they both definitely have major issues going yeah. on right now, which is very <laughs> exciting. Um, so, yeah, gotcha. I mean, obviously it's Star Trek, but, there, I mean, there's major reasons, and it's just... I love watching it because it gives me hope for humanity. Like, I'll probably long dead and gone before, you know, these 
certain people with certain opinions finally take their heads out of their asses and learn to accept <laughs> others for who they are as humans. And I, that could be a whole nother podcast, but it gives me hope and, you know, hope can be That's horrible, valid. but yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to end on a bad note. Um, no, that was a hopeful note. <laughs> not at all. No, no. Yeah. I like that. And, and I mean, okay, side note, a lot of hot aliens, guys, if you're <laughs> Lots of tentacle deck in this yeah. universe. I was like, I was actually super into Worf. Um, oh, then they gosh. redesigned the Klingons, and at first I was like, yeah, but Star Trek. And then Trek's, you're like, mm, warmed What up. I like about Star Trek is they listen to their fans, so they kind of retconned that. We're like, oh, they were just bald because it was war, and blah, blah, blah. And now they have hair. They're still a little. I mean, I guess, because, you know, makeup has obviously improved, improved. immensely mm-hmm. since, yeah. So, But, you know, you, you watch so much of what you love and you just get used to that's what they look like. So when they kind of update it, it, it's a little bit of an adjustment. But I'm also not a Fairweather fan, just so everyone knows. I love all Star Treks equally. They all have their pros and cons. Um, and if you're a Fairweather fan, that's just really sad because all of them are great for specific reasons. Okay. Boom. Off my soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who wants to follow that presentation? <laughs> um, I mean, mine is very similar, so should I go? Yeah. Good segue. Do it. Okay. So, Jenny and I agree on a lot. <laughs> so, I wore a little hint for you guys today. I knew I it. Yeah. I knew yeah. it was so yeah. predictable. That's not shocking either. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I was really sneaky about it. So, I would go to a Gundam universe... But very specifically, I would go to the world that exists in Gundam 00. First of all, everybody knows, well, in this group, the reason I'm a political scientist is because of Gundam. So, of course, I find it highly exciting, and I just want to be in the middle of this robot shit, okay? So, (laughs) pretty much Gundam 00, okay? Because there are different universes, Gundam can get very complicated. There's, like, the universal century timeline, etc., etc. We're not talking about that, even though Char is my favorite character of all time. Um, I don't really want to live in the world where they argue, again, kind of like, like, humans are evolving, right? So Mm -hmm. there are what they call new types in -hmm. lots of Gundam. So these are people that are, like, they have, like, really great like senses they can you know react to shit they can shoot guns faster they're Ooh. smarter than you um you know they're like if anybody's seen gattaca it's kind of like that like you can you yeah. know look at this dna and be like fuck this baby this baby's weak you know a whole eugenics shit you know shit. i was gonna say this is sounding yeah. eugenics-y a bit so that is yeah. a Very common theme track. that yeah. is a common theme in gundam sometimes mm-hmm. it's artificial manipulation mm-hmm. other times it's simply that humans are evolving, and mm-hmm. some are different than others, right? So, But anyways, Gundam 00 specifically, it's, quote, like, for the opening of this season, like, for their whole, th- like, whatever. It's It was two seasons, but the quote for the show is, Rebirth begins through destruction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay? It so that's does. their tagline. Sure um, so this world is in, like, pretty much normal Earth. Like, sometimes it's, you know, not the same Earth, but it's the same Earth, you know. Similar countries, they change some names a little bit, but the big ones are the same, like U.S., Brazil, Britain, China, Russia, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But they have, like, Kurdistan and, like, like weird, like, you know, fake Middle Eastern countries. But anyways, it's 2307 A.D. Um, the world has run out of fossil fuels, right? So this is something Relevant. that's gonna happen. Yeah, seriously. Um... So the new distribution of energy resources 
uh, circulates around the sun, okay? So power lies really within, like, three blocks in this world. Uh, there's the Union, which is, like, you know, America and South America. They, you know, Canada, they formed a block because they have a solar elevator. There's the Human Reform League. Um, that's, like, China and all them and Russia. And then there's the Advanced European Union. Oh. So these three blocks have access to the solar power and it's unlimited now it's not like fossil fuels were like oh when it's gone it's gone right so this is interesting to me okay again i'm excited because the european union there's like this whole theory in political science like when's the end of the nation state right mm-hmm. you guys are gonna get a mini crash course in like my <laughs> bullshit politics getting educated today yeah you're gonna get like sorry this i'm just gonna go a little crazy episode guys we didn't mean it but you know what i'm sorry you asked me to imagine where i want to go this is where i want to go because <laughs> this is i want to go here mainly because it is such an exciting time like in this universe politically because you have all these like political science theories going on so you have these three blocks. Like, in today's world, it's highly debated whether or not the U- European Union is a great idea because you're losing your nation-state identity. Um, you know, people like Germany kind of carry the weight. They suffer mm-hmm. a little bit. They have to weather the storm for weaker countries like Greece, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, like, cost-benefit. Like, of course, Greece and, like, other smaller Eastern European nations like Turkey are like, please take us. We want joint security. We want joint resources. We want this. So it's, like, very plausible that this would happen when there are, like, limited resources, but it's, like, mm, would it really happen? So that's, like, the first theory, like, does this work? Um, but they do leave out, like, all those countries that were relying on oil. So you see the collapse of Middle Eastern, like, oil countries in this series because, again, it's gone. And authoritarians in the region right now, again, relevant today, rely on <laughs> oil money to suppress the masses. So they don't have that oil money. It's gone. Like, everything's on fire. Child so, soldiers, like, CEOs like, and big business and everything is gone. Exactly. Like, they're gone. They're out. Good. Like, Good. the rest of the world's like, fuck Get you. Rid- Good riddance. We're, yeah. yeah, like, we don't need you anymore. We're out. So, like, one of the main characters, Setsna Fseye, was a child soldier from this region. Like, his whole state collapsed. His family's dead. He picked up a gun when he was, like, five. You know? It was very dark, fucked up Dramatic. shit. Um, but yeah, anyway, so that's, like, the first thing. Anyway, so, I'm sorry, it's becoming a really long lesson. <laughs> no, it's interesting, because I don't Taking know very notes. much about yeah. Gundam. No, well, because there's so much in I know, the I'm trying to be Everyone's fast. name is so confusing to oh, me. Oh, I love like, it. Like, how did these names happen? But, I mean, I obviously it's something it. I'd like, but it's such a huge universe now, I feel like it's too late. So that's why that Gundam Double is a good one, because it stands on its own where like mm-hmm. universal century you have to look at like what goes in order right you're like i've got to watch origin first and i gotta watch this first mm-hmm. but anyway so this one in this world where there's these three power blocks solar energy you know the world has mostly like unions but they still fight against each other the states that like we're on oil are in collapse like horrible destitute shit like it's really wild so out of nowhere this organization called celestial being comes out of nowhere okay they have far like better technology they have this science that has created these new particles called gn particles which they use in gn drives for the gundams and these gundams just like kick ass so what they do is they decide that they're going to intervene in all conflict um so their goal is to like eradicate war completely they intervene on both sides, like, indiscriminately, but this gets a little complicated. I'm not going to, like, go through the whole plot, but whatever. So they, like, intervene. They're like, we're going to end war, and they want to get rid of war completely. But, you know, you can argue, well, you're using war to get rid of war. Is this just? Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and this is kind of like what the people want the International Criminal Court to have been in my mind, or like an advanced UN, but like you really can't, like they have no military, right? So you can't really actually go be like, oh, these two countries are fighting, we're just going to kill them all until they stop. Um, but that's what they do. Uh, so eventually they do like make the world unite into like kind of a revised UN type thing with like a whole like world military joint security. It gets way more complicated, but whatever, they unify the world. And eventually their like goal is like to unite the world and prepare humanity to encounter these advanced species that are like lurking like right outside. So like their goal is like a really good goal. But um, it gets obviously really fucked up and like complicated and like, but they make themselves the enemy to be like, look, we are this far superior, like non-earthly entity enemy. Like you have to unite to do something about us or you're going to die. But it's like preparation for them colonizing Earth because that's what they're trying to do. So I just think it's like such an interesting time to like be alive, like humanity trying to like solve their differences to go into space it's kind of like star trek before warp drive was found like when humanity was like you either sink or swim yeah exactly (laughs) also all the pilots are hot i mean Um, again aliens hot pilots hot there's sets in the f sets in the f Lock on Stratos, Hallelujah, Haptism. Yeah, Hallelujah. That's one with like multiple personalities or whatever. Yeah, right? he yeah. is. Mm, he's my That's favorite. Kind of a pro- isn't he kind of like a problematic character? No, no, he's a sweet. He's a sweet oh. boy. So, okay. are would you be a political advisor by day, uh, mech pilot by night? Yes. So ideally, <laughs> I would be. Ideally. I would want to be a tactician on board the Ptolemy. And uh, be with celestial being. Is it P T O L M I? Yeah, yeah. You oh. know the weird star bullshit. Yeah. Huh? Yep. But um, yeah, I want to be in celestial being. Like that's great. I really love <laughs> things like the ICC in real life. I want to intern there. I want to intervene in war crimes. Mm-hmm. I want to be like justice, but you know the justice versus peace dynamics complicated. It's very exciting, and I really do think. Humanity needs to set their differences aside and prepare for aliens and shit if yeah. we're going to Mars. So, like... Yeah. But, yeah, I would, like, shit my pants if that, if that was my job. So, yeah. absolutely, I will be your I can totally see you as Phoenix Wright. Be like, no! This is no. what's going on! Fuck you! <laughs> You're Phoenix you take your Wright glasses and a giant yeah. robot. Yeah. Yes! Yes! Just breaks through the job. <laughs> Objection! <building>. Yeah. Boom! <laughs> The Axia is also probably one of my favorite Gundams, but that didn't really sway my choice. That's Setsuna's. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's like hottest little child soldier grown oh. Gundam pilot. Aww. Well, maybe I'll start with that. It, is, you, it only has two seasons? Yeah, well, it's 50 that's episodes doable. total. Okay. I mean, that's totally that's doable. Iron Blood Orphans is all about just... child soldiers colonized on Mars, if you'd oh. like to watch that one. That was also good. They're all good, but yeah. they, those are easier to get into. I say you can watch them kind of like on a standalone basis without the rest yeah, of it. Yeah, you don't have to compare it. I think I think it's funny because it's you know you'd think we'd want to do like a fantasy world because I mean I do love fantasy. Worlds, I wanted but to, it's just but like, like every time I think of Final yeah. Fantasy, like Final Fantasy fifteen, I think I told Shayna again. All the guys are hot. Bachelor party world's beautiful, but they all fucking like die mm-hmm. and like <laughs> and then like the world is a shithole. Like yeah. because everything's on fire. It's an apocalypse. Like I don't want to live in an apocalypse. Like. Yeah. I would love to be, like, an elf in the woods, but I feel like every right. time I think of that, I'm like, oh, Sauron's around the corner. I don't want to go there. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Like, I would love to do Lord of the Rings, but... Like, get me yeah. fuck out of here. So I know this is kind of maybe boring, because it's realistic. It's, it's not in boring, the future. but no, like I said, I, I think it's just interesting. I'd pretty much just be me in the future, honestly. Yeah, that that's except... both of our choices, just because... And I mean, you know, you look around what's happening now, it's like... Yeah. I want Again, know, like, like lots of, like, I could do a whole yeah. class political science and science fiction, because yeah. I could just analyze this shit all day. Should, like, the Borg and collectivism. Mm-hmm. Uh, to tangent in, uh, unless you had something to add, I'm gonna cut you off. No, I'm okay. done. Uh, you're talking about, uh, when selecting the fantasy world, the big decision was, a lot of these worlds are super exciting in the mm-hmm. media they're presented in, but, like, taking me... And putting me into that media, I would probably not survive very long. I have wet. an anxiety attack. You'd be wet and dirty. I would be sand. wet, and I would—I have no upper body strength, and I'm an English major. My skills are not very communicable to survival in a fantasy setting. Because I thought of a million fantasy settings that I adore. The whole time you'd just be like, I—I oh. yeah. I just—I like to sleep. I like to eat. I like. Not moving a lot. I'm not a big runner. Like, <laughs> I just want to lay around, not in a tent. Yeah, yeah no, I don't You're like... You're a cat. I'm not sleeping on the ground. You don't like to get wet. <laughs> so I thought about, like, what would be the best world for me then, and uh, I'm going to pick Dot .hack. Ooh. Yes. Because mm. that is what I want. I want to be able to live my normal life of moderate comfort, and I want to be able to go home and plug in and be a badass fantasy warrior who's not no. limited by any of my physical That's such a good idea. That's such a good idea. That and I can go be... Remind me of something. I'll talk about it a little bit. Keep okay. going. Mm-hmm. But, uh, no, like, the the dream of, like, fully immersive VR world mm-hmm. that I could plug into. Oh, my fucking God. I don't have, like, <laughs> a, I don't have an awesome, like, hopeful, resonant reason why I want to do it. I'm just selfish, and it sounds awesome. That's and a big deal. I didn't think <laughs> yeah. of that. Because I couldn't think of a compromise between, like, I really like fantasy, but I don't want to, like, be at war. Dirty. Like... And sore. And probably stabbed. Yeah, like probably stabbed. When I get player killed, I can just like rage quit and go take a nap <laughs> and try again the next day. <laughs> so that's, that's it. I don't have a large presentation. I just think that is like that's the dream, and somebody needs to invent it in a way I mean, that I, won't make me motion sick. I think you would fa- yeah. fare well in Star Trek land because you know there are hollow suites. So you <laughs> yeah, can I would totally like do anything you want in a hollow suite and That's fair. be completely I guess clean once you leave as long as they're functioning correctly and they don't try to kill you. True. Mm. I better not <laughs> yeah, I better not encounter any moisture. Oh, it's going to be moist. <laughs> <laughs> moist. No, but it's like I don't Elf. I love adventure in theory. Mm, I know yeah. I would not love adventure in reality. I don't want to give up a lot of my life. Yeah, well, it's like at the Ren Fair. Like, we love it, but at the end of the day, like, I have dirt under my toenails. I want to like, go home. I, I look like I've been tanning. Like, I can't breathe. Well, it's so hot outside. And that's the thing I think about with Lord of the Rings. You know, what would I want to be? I mean, humans are dirty. And then, but, like, because Bard, like, I would just love to just... Hang out with Bard all day. Do you know what he probably smells like, though? <laughs> Stinky! Oh, yeah. Yeah, Stinky. no. Stinky poo In Don Hack, everyone smells awesome. Yeah. In the <laughs> world. No, but, okay, so here's my thing. So, I mean, I haven't read um, anything by Tolkien so long, but... So, like, my question is, how do the elves stay so clean? 
don't know. I don't know. They don't really like ever talk about bathing. Skin that just like deflects. I think they're legitimately just kind of water resistant and dirt resistant and stinky resistant. They're just pure. They're just like half like. Guess I could do Lord of the Rings if I was an elf, but I would want to be like Legolas because I don't want to be all like high and mighty either. Though, but also you'd be immortal, and that's hard. That's complicated. No, that is complicated because everybody you love dies. Yeah, Yeah. it's depressing. Like that's what you. Yeah, I don't want to just you just live until you get so sick of living that you just want to be dead. Which like you're in a psychological like cage. Like your brain is in a cage. I could be a dwarf because they live a long time, but they're fine with getting dirty. They're fine with their women having facial (sighs) hair. Then you'd have a beard. I'm okay with that. I know. You know I'm saying that would be awesome. You could. I kind of like it. Weird. You could be yeah. your own fantasy, Jenny. Good for you. Yeah, I, I guess like so. It. Okay, I could be a dwarf in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna go ahead and just take this opportunity to jump in. I did pick Lord of the Rings. Oh, for okay. my yes, jump yes please jump in. You are brave. <laughs> well, here's the thing, because deep down in my heart of hearts and my soul of souls, I'm a hobbit. I'm a oh, hobbit person. You know I really- what? Yes. Oh, <laughs> every time I see tea. the hobbit area, I just want to tra- be transported there. And they're not that Did dirty. you say the hobbit area? It's the Shire, Jennifer. It's the Shire. The hobbit area. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> the hobbit area. This isn't Warcraft, Jenny. Dang. The hobbit zone. The starting area for hobbits. <laughs> Level one hobbits go there. That's just where well, we put them. Yeah. <gasps> oh, now we're putting them there. Oh. But that's the sorry, thing. Sorry, <laughs> Tolkien describes hobbits as shy, but capable of great courage under the proper circumstances. They are fond of an unadventurous and simple life, farming, eating, and socializing, which I can absolutely mm-hmm. get behind because, Sarah, I'm right with you. I'm not, I mean, I'm not out here trying to be, like, if I think about the fantasy life that would make me happiest, I'm not going to go out there and be a badass. I am squishy. I'm a squishy <laughs> person. This is me. As long as you're not Bilbo. No, like my best he life is the just shit out of me. Like well, my that was the ring's fault. Yeah, I know. And but... I don't know. My ideal kind of existence would be living in the Shire because you have like a little bit of an extended life versus like your average human mm-hmm. being. Mm-hmm. Have time to like learn a craft and just be mm-hmm. perfect at it, like winemaking or carpentry or blacksmithing, and just supporting the whole community just with the it. Nature, I love nature, and it's so beautiful there. And you're built into it, mm-hmm. and that's the thing. Like every depiction in the books, like every visual representation in the movies. You're just settled right in there, and yeah, it's like would, you belong there. I would there. love to live in a little hobbit hole. Like those things are. Mm. I mean, that's that's a good existence for me. And like, you eat there's eight just meals a day. Yeah, yes. I'm just yeah. too tall. I would have to like chop my legs off. <laughs> See, I'm be- short. You would have been so... born a hobbit. You would be short. You'd be already short. Okay. <laughs> I already walk around barefoot everywhere, anyways. I'm all about it. I really like their parties. Their parties are cute. Yeah. Well, that's just it. It's the rolling hills, the tamed overgrowth, that coziness, the, the comfort. Music. So we need to go to they New Zealand smoke weed is what we're all the basically. time. Just and that's just it. It's like, I don't know. Yeah. You look at how they all interact with each other and there could be that busybody kind of community where everyone's up in your crap. Mm-hmm. But you know, if the dude down the lane is trampling on your peonies, that your neighbor's going to take up a rake for you. Yeah. My peonies. You know, my peonies. <laughs> a prize. Well, and I think, too, it's kind of like a childhood thing. You know, as you always want to go back yeah. to your childhood because you have no worries or cares. And that's mm-hmm. kind of how the hobbits are. It, yeah, I mean, it, their literal existence is just to be happy. Yeah. There's just be productive, be happy, 
That's it. That's a good There's point. A they, most of them did kind of just like fuck off during the whole like conflict mm. and like. That's just it. The conflict didn't reach the Shire until they came looking for yeah, yeah, the ring true. and everything. That was the only thing they that brought them into it. Probably didn't even know what was going on. No, no. probably not. It'd be cool because you know if I was a dwarf, I could just come say hi. Hey, <laughs> and I would <laughs> host it'd you. Some, it would be similar height levels. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let me braid your beard, Jenny. Oh God, I would love that. Hmm. You know, I think otherwise, though, as dirty and nasty as he is, I think if I had to, like, be a character in The Hobbit, I want to, I would want to be, what is that wizard, Pendergast? Is that his name? Mm. Oh, um, I know who you mean. What is his so, name? So and so Brown. Radagast. 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 Pendergast. Radagast. Radagast. I would want to be him. I huh. love him and nature, and he's so cute, and he's got those little bunnies. And Didn't he have, well, like, mold on him? They yeah, bird, he had yeah. bird shit in his hair. And, bird you know, bird. as much as you guys yeah. would love to live in The Hobbit and be peaceful, I just want to live with animals and be a dirty animal. I just want to them. bang Sauron. You would be Sauron. <laughs> just free. Okay, okay, I would bang myself. <laughs> you talking about the old man? The old man? Count Dooku? No, not, not Saruman. Sauron. Sauron. Saruman. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. Before he became yeah, this before giant menacing eye, oh, he, was, he was I beautiful. never saw him pre eye. He's no, hot he as shit. I thought he just wanted that eye. Shit. No, like, <laughs> you need to look. It's canon look, yeah, look that up. he's hot as fuck. What book uh, is yeah. he? Is he in the Summerillion? Yeah. yeah. Is he, yeah. He, that's yeah. where he's hot, right? Hot. I'm trying to remember his name. Like, before. hottest man. Look up fucking shit. Sauron. Yeah, no, he's hot like. As fuck. Hot like, damn right a lamb. Was he like, an elf? Man, he oh, is. Look it up. Let me so What was sexy. he prior? Was he an elf or something? I can't remember. Elf. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. just. He's an elf. I would be his Sauron. slave. Well, and that's the thing, too, with Sauron. the orcs and everything. They're just, they're twisted elves. I didn't yeah. link you that art when I found her. Oh, no, I posted it online. Maybe Sarah just didn't see it. I'm seeing him in all his armor. Where is he? Here, there's the eyeball. Oh, there's a nasty one. Oh, where is he? <laughs> okay, maybe here I can like mute my keyboard and find it for you. Oh, oh, you're finding Ugh. nasty ones. Okay, <laughs> oh god, it's like when I was trying to search. I'm uh, finding the mouth of Sauron is just some nasty teeth and black drool. Oh, oh no, uh, no, I'll oh, find then. it. Before. If you type Sauron Cimmerillion, that's what gets you. Yeah. Oh, the art I got, that you're I got one I can send you, but I mean, this one doesn't... Oh, okay, I found him. He's, he's like, um, he's a silver-haired elf. He's pretty chill. This makes such good radio. Though it would suck if you're like, I'm gonna enter, you know, the Tolkien, like, world. Okay, I found and it. Then, I found unfortunately, it. Unfortunately, you enter, like, during the Lord of the Ring events. Okay. Um, and he's no longer hot. It's just an eyeball. Just an eyeball. <laughs> Big old eyeball. Do we have, do we have a chat eyeball. in here or no? Do I got to put... Oh, there it is. Okay, I'm going to link it in chat. Oh, yeah, we do have a chat. Look at that. Look at that. Welcome. Did it even work? Nope. <laughs> it's not tasting. <laughs> That's fine. Okay, whatever. I'll just share it to you. But anyways, totally side tangent No, You're welcome. So, like, um, do we have time still, Sarah? Yeah, we have, we have time. Okay. So, you guys, um, so we obviously know what our primary worlds are. What were, like, other ones that you guys were leaning on? Uh, Pokemon. Mm. Yes! That's yes, a good one. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. I would love that. very little uh, chance of death. Yeah. Um, yeah. True, true. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. in the RPG and in though, real life. Wh- though, my question is, how, like, would you be a trainer? Like, could you be okay with battling your Pokemon? Absolutely. Really? Me and my team of six Snorlaxes? We aren't afraid of anybody. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Just ground pound. I feel, like, I feel like I would take my Charmander and he would get hurt once and that would be it for me. He would just cry. Like, Absolutely not. The, you'd my be baby. A, uh, you'd either be a Pokemon Center nurse or a breeder. Oh my god. I, I don't like breeding, so probably a nurse. Yeah. yeah. Remember, she's not into eugenics, which yeah, Pokemon can arguably be about. <laughs> what were what were your guys' other considerations? Um, um, I thought about you know like when Sword Art Online mm-hmm. first start like the first one like where you're just in that level one town. Mm-hmm. I thought that would be cool if I got to get stuck somewhere. I think that'd be neat. Open up like a little blacksmith store, like mm-hmm. you could talk to the adventurers and hang out. Mm-hmm. But you're but you're okay. You're not going in any dungeons. You're not getting yourself fucked up. You're just you're just living your life. Yeah. I thought that'd be kind of cool. I thought Xenosaga, but for, like, kind of similar reasons, because it's space, and there's, like, an archaeological discovery that's, like, this whole crazy, like, religious, like, psychotic theory bullshit. There's a lot of, like, der will der Max. Who said that again? Like, the German philosopher guy? I don't know. It was based a lot off of political philosophy, so I was very into that series. I, I did consider Final Fantasy fifteen because everybody's hot and I want to be in the car, but it was too <laughs> it was too depressing in the end. That game made me cry like three times. It was unfinished, but it's a masterpiece. I've never loved characters as much as I, I've like loved those characters I've in such a short it. time. Um I don't really know. I didn't really think of I thought of Gundam and I was like, it has to be Gundam. So I I kinda yeah. um I think World I think World of Warcraft though, I think I would definitely love to do. Like I said, you know, if if I was more into the I'm just gonna have to fight every day of my life. Yeah. Though like if you think about it, all this shit your character has done, it's like wow, and you still don't have you're still not like the president of the universe. <laughs> you know you're, you're just a slave to good deeds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But, I mean, I think it's just fun because, you know, it's high fantasy. Otherwise, I would love to be, like, in the Doctor Who universe as long as, like, I could meet and travel with Doctor Who. Yeah, otherwise you're just in, like, the normal I was going to say, it would suck to be in the Doctor Who universe and you never have anything to do with the events of Doctor Who. You're just just in Britain, like, making tea and shit. (laughs) No, like, if if I could travel with him, her, whatever, but I I definitely, I think I, I would be the one that would not get the hots for him because really the only doctor i had the hots for was david tennant I just david tennant's the only hot one yeah you're just martha um, you're just martha no and you know why he's yes, hot i fucking love i would be martha if i was if i was in the doctor universe yeah. i'd be martha because i love her so much because rose is so much like i compare rose to kind of like a i hate if, rose if you guys don't know a rose is a companion of doctor who i compare her to like a harley quinn and joker like this guy oh. is a, a yeah he treats her like piece shit. of shit to you mm. And all you do is just keep going after him and fawning over and him. And she's just, like, I, depressed, I like, sitting and there alone. And so many, and so many girls like her. And I'm like, no, she's a horrible example of a relationship I that hate you her. would want. I hate her. Martha fell in love with a doctor but was like, you know what? He's not good for me. And she got her ass out of there. And she was, like, super, she was in charge of, shit, my brain, I can't remember, um, is it, is it Unit? The thing that she was in charge of, that one was called? Oh my god, I have to look it up. But David Tennant, you know why he's hot, right? Because he plays villains really well. Unit, yeah, she worked in Unit, that's what it was called. 
Um, but yeah, I would want to be her because you could still, you know, and she had like a really exciting life after. So you would that. want to bang him, but then just be like done. Yeah, I mean, sure, you know, <laughs> one for the road. <laughs> Don't want to wait around for him. Feel on like the beach you wish you could have had nowhere this crying. Yeah, you just want to settle for Mickey. But yeah, that's um, fine. Oh no, God. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, Mickey is honestly, the fucking worst. Honestly, the first couple I forgot about of him. Doctor Who are really hard for me to get through. Then it gets really good. Um, a lot of people didn't like uh, um, shit. Uh, the the redhead. Um, Pond. Martha. No, no. Donna. I can't, I, Donna. I fucking love Donna. I, I thought it was Donna hilarious. Too. Yes, and a lot of people don't she like She was like, like a God. snarky bitch. My, yeah, my favorite well, era of Doctor Who is Martha and Donna. Yeah. Like, it's so good. And don't get me wrong, um, I liked um, the, the next actor as well. I loved Amy and Rory, but I, I don't know. There's some though David Tennant in that era. Serious, some yeah. episodes for me, since they switch writers so often, like... Mm-hmm. Are so good, and then others yes. are complete are horrible. Shit. Yeah, yeah, like some are like, oh my god, like you know, shocking and great, but like I don't know if I love that formula. Like I get it, like because it's like everything's well, so different, and the and, like, fact that he changes so frequently, or she changes so frequently, or they change uh, so frequently. Um, it's you know sometimes it's really good, sometimes it's mm-hmm. not so great. Um, yeah, I heard. I haven't really seen much of the one with the the lady. Um, I saw mm-hmm. like the first season it wasn't horrible, but it wasn't. I think it was more the writing or something. It just wasn't. Yeah. I feel like it's yeah. almost cheating because they change writers and like actors so much. Yeah, so it's like they yeah. hit some and they she's lose a good some, actor you know? because I've seen her in tons of other things and she's really good. But it just it didn't it didn't Work. do it for me. Yeah, I haven't seen mm-hmm. it with her. Yeah. So what this is telling me is we pretty much need to have an episode dedicated to Doctor Who, Tom. I mean, if does everyone know? I've only Doctor watched Who? so many seasons of it. I've never watched Doctor Who. And it's Who. been oh. a while. Oh. I would okay. still sit in and learn. <laughs> I mean, I could host re-watch. a whole Gundam episode. <laughs> I'll be like, hello, like Professor episodes. <laughs> All right, any, uh, any closing statements? No. Uh, thanks uh, for tolerating my lecture. It got kind yeah, of... Yeah, I have a clothing... Cl- I have a clothing statement. A clothing <laughs> She is uh, no. wearing clothes, but she would like to uh, tell again, you about them. If you are a racist piece of shit <gasps> and don't agree with trans people, don't agree with people who aren't straight, um, don't agree with, you know, uh, black people just being black and enjoying their lives, don't fucking watch Star Trek. It's not for you. It's not for you. No. We Turn it on. It wasn't made for you. Gavel yeah. down. I don't know how your simple-minded brain can understand Star Trek. <laughs> unless, you know, you must side with uh, Khan or something. I don't know. Because fuck you. All right. That's all I have to say. <clears throat> all right. Well, uh, thanks for joining us for another uh, episode of Chaotic <laughs> Neutral. <laughs> on that note, I think an agreeable note, uh, our intro is provided by the... Everescent Noodle, and you can find their band on Instagram at Arcade Mode MKE or on Facebook as Arcade Mode Band. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all as Chaotic Neutral. Follow us for updates on upcoming episodes and uh, let us know which one of our sales pitches made our travel destination the most desirable. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you in a couple weeks. Bye. Bye. Bye.